Today, we are going to talk about a Reinvent Your Health Starter Kit. Welcome to the Reinvent Your Health Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Kester. I'm a husband of over 25 years, a father of two boys, a certified transformational nutrition coach, and a health, fitness, and personal development junkie. In late 2019, I decided I wanted to make some major life changes, starting with my physical health. I started changing what I was eating, I joined a gym, and lost 35 pounds. I decided I wanted to help others, so I got certified as a transformational nutrition coach. This podcast is about sharing my transformation journey and helping others that want to transform their lives as well. So, if you are ready to make some major life changes and reinvent your health, then this podcast is for you. Thank you for joining me. Okay, you're ready to reinvent your health. You're ready to start making a healthy transformation, but you're not really sure what to do. If only there was a starter kit you could buy to get going. So let's use our imagination for a minute. Let's pretend that you could go to KesterHealth.com and order this starter kit. It would have all the essential items inside of that to get you started on your transformation journey. Now, there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all approach to nutrition and health. But there are a few basic things that everyone can do to kind of start living a healthier life. So the item in this starter kit are just that. Now, all of these items don't have to be used at once. You can start with one, start making it a habit, and then move on to the next one. All right, so let's say you go to KesterHealth.com. You've ordered your starter kit. It arrives at your door, and you happen to grab it before the porch pirates do. You bring it inside, you rip it open. Now let's see what's inside. So the very first thing you pull out of this starter kit is water. Yes, water. Water is such a key ingredient to overall health. Water is one of the most underrated and overlooked macronutrients. Water is also a critical for the absorption of other macronutrients. So here are a few of the benefits of drinking enough water. Increased metabolism, helps slow down the aging process, helps you lose weight. One study showed that adequate drinking water can trigger the release of stored body fat, helps strengthen the immune system, and improves memory and focus. Also, hydration is vital for elimination of toxins and waste from your body. So in our house, we have a Berkey. Not sure if anybody's familiar with that is, but it's a large metal filtration device and and it's got a big container at the top. You fill with water with filters. It drips down into the bottom. Now ours is a 2.25 gallon Berkey. It's called the Big, big Berkey. But that's nice to have. You keep it full anytime you need water. You go in there. It's got a little spout on it and you get some water. Another thing we've done to make this more convenient is we've purchased a six pack of glass bottles. So we just keep filling those up, putting those in the fridge, so that way you have cold water whenever you need it. 
We actually bought these uh, fabric sleeves that go on them with these little handles. That way, if we're getting ready to run out the door, we can grab a thing of water to go. One of the things that's good to do is fill up a cup of water at night and have it next to your bed. And then drink water as soon as you wake up. So when you sleep, your body undergoes several repair processes that create metabolic waste. And that drinking water as soon as you wake up helps flush these out. So how much water should you drink? A good rule of thumb is to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. So for example, if you weigh 150 pounds, you would drink 75 ounces of water. Now, if you're not used to drinking water at all and you're just now starting, you don't have to drink that much. Work your way up to it. It can, it can be overwhelming to go from no water to 75 ounces of water. Just start doing what you can do. Maybe you say, I'm going to add a, an 8-ounce glass of water every day. Or maybe I'm just going to start with drinking water in the morning. Whatever you need to do to start getting more water into your overall diet. So let's reach into our starter kit and see what the next item is. So the next item we pull out is fat. Yes, fat. But Aaron, eating fat will make you fat. That is completely false. Fat has been made out to be the villain. It went to jail for a crime it didn't commit and it's time to free it. Fat is an essential nutrient for overall health. Some functions of fat are backup energy source after glycogen has depleted and it won't spike your blood sugar. It insulates and protects vital organs. It transports nutrients. Fats are also satiating, which means you feel fuller and it increases your metabolism. Fat is also very critical for brain health, especially omega-3 fatty acid, DHA. So, what are some good sources of fat? Avocado oil is a good source. Olive oil. Grass-fed ghee or butter. Coconut oil. Nuts and seeds. Pasture-raised eggs. Fish. And grass-fed beef. Really, the only bad fat is the man-made trans fat. All other fats you can have in moderation. Alright, let's reach back into our starter kit. The next item we pull out is resistance training. Resistance training is critical for longevity. Increased muscle mass increases your resting metabolic rate, meaning you burn more calories while you are at rest. Muscle is one of the main deposits of glucose. So it helps maintain your blood sugar. So if you're pre-diabetic, it's a good thing to incorporate some resistance training. So now how much resistance training? Well, that can depend on your goals and stuff. I like to do, I typically do a different body part every day, six days a week. But I don't do a lot of cardio on top of it. I'll probably do cardio two or three nights a week. One of the things you don't want to do is overtrain. I would say a good starting place is three days a week. You could do a full body every other day, three days a week. One of the things that's very important is to not train the same body part consistently every day. You need time for your muscles to heal and repair. All right, the next item out of our starter kit is going to be meditation or mindfulness. So chronic stress can lead to all kinds of health issues. So no matter how well you eat and how much you exercise, if you allow 
chronic stress to take over your life, you will ultimately never be as healthy as you can be. So chronic stress can lead to high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, and diabetes. Chronic stress can also raise your cortisol levels, and cortisol can have a muscle catabolic effect, meaning your body will start breaking down your muscle for fuel. This is a defense mechanism in your body that can get out of control. So one of my favorite things to do to battle stress is meditation. So what are some benefits of meditation? It lowers, lowers cortisol levels. It eases anxiety. It reduces depression symptoms. It's a mood booster. It's good for your heart and it lowers blood pressure. So now I will admit meditation is not always easy for me. So when I meditate, my brain acts like a four-year-old that you just told it was bedtime. All of a sudden, it, I need a drink of water. I have to pee. Will you read me a bedtime story? It gets all kinds of energy and it will not meditate. It'll fight it kicking and screaming. So as I meditate, one of the things that I do is I kind of take in some guided meditations that I've learned over time and kind of Frankenstein those together to create my own kind of meditation practice. So what I try to do is I get into a, a dark room. I'll put headphones on so I don't hear all the other background noise that's going on in the house. And then I will put on some kind of a, either a meditation app or I actually have Spotify where I have just healing sounds or you know meditation sounds going on. And then what I will do is a, a certain pattern is I will do box breathing first. So I will spend a few minutes doing box breathing. And what box breathing is, is you like breathe in for four to six seconds. Let's say you breathe in for six seconds. You hold it for six seconds. You exhale for six seconds. And then you hold that for six seconds. So I will do a series of box breaths while I'm meditating. Then after that, I will just do some deep breathing while I'm trying to relax all the different parts of my body. So I will start from like my, my, my cheeks and my jaws that a lot of times will tense up. And I will just work my way visually down my body trying to relax each part of my body. So then after I do that, I do this visualization where, and I, again, I learned this from a, a guided meditation I did, is I do this visual meditation where there's like a big purple light of energy above my head. And every time I breathe in, that light enters my body and it goes out throughout my body and it's a healing energy that heals any kind of trauma I have, heals any kind of pains that I might have. And then when I exhale, the exhale is more like, a, have you ever seen a car backfire and the black smoke comes out? So that's what I visualize I'm exhaling is kind of that dark smoke. And that's all the negativity, pain, disease that's in my body, leaving my body. So I will do a series of those where I have healing energy coming out and then bad energy leaving. And then after I do that, I will sit and visualize where I want to be in my life. And I will try to make it as real as I can in my mind to where I visualize what I want to look like, what kind of stuff I want in my life, how I want relationships to be, all of that. I will sit and visualize how I want my life to be. 
Then at the end, I will do more box breathing. Again, meditation is not always easy. And there's days where it just doesn't work for me. I will, I will sit there and my, and I will think that I'm meditating. And then I just realize, oh, I've been thinking about this one thing for the last two minutes. But I can tell you that there are mornings where I have woken up and I've just been anxious or angry for the day, just kind of not in a great mood, just kind of woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I will go work out. I will come back, take my shower, and then I will do a meditation. And then after my meditation, it's like a whole new person. It's like I went to bed and woke up again and started my day again. So it can be really beneficial. But again, that is a very good method for combating stress. All right, so let's grab the next item out of our starter kit. So the next item we pull out is protein. Proteins are the building blocks of life. Protein is very critical to overall health and longevity. Protein consists of 20 amino acids, and nine of those amino acids are essential, meaning they cannot be synthesized by the body and must be consumed as part of your diet, which is another reason why protein is very important. So protein performs many functions in your body, including forming all enzymes that spark metabolism, building and repairing tissues, aiding in the formation of antibodies that fight infection, and many more. If you're going to incorporate resistance exercise and try to build muscle, it's important to get enough protein. So how much protein should you actually get? So for the average person, a good rule of thumb is 0.4 grams per pound of body weight. So for example, if you weigh 190 pounds, you would consume 76 grams of protein. But for athletes, a good rule of thumb of protein intake is 0.9 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 190 pounds, you would want to consume around 171 grams. Again, that between that 0.4 and 0.9, depending on your activity level, is where you want to be. So when it comes to protein, quality matters. So go for the grass-fed beef instead of the conditional beef you buy. Go for the pasture-raised eggs, the free-range chicken, the wild-caught salmon. And for vegetarians, go with beans, nuts, and seeds. But yeah, protein is a, is a very essential nutrient, macronutrient, for your overall health. So the next item we are pulling out of our starter kit is vegetables. So vegetables are a great source of carbohydrates that don't spike your blood sugar, except for potatoes because they are, they are a faster acting carb. So vegetables contain health fighting compounds called phytonutrients. So phytonutrients are a group of chemicals that protect us from many diseases like cancer, inflammation, autoimmune disease, and heart disease. So what are some vital vegetables to incorporate? You can go with spinach, asparagus, broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, radishes, artichokes, cauliflower, collard greens. So one of the things that you want to try to do when it comes to vegetable intake is try to eat a variety of colors. So different phytonutrients are what give vegetables their different colors. And it's good to get a variety of phytonutrients. So it's good to, what they say, eat the rainbow when it comes to vegetables. So non-starchy vegetables, and again, potatoes are starchy vegetables. Non-starchy vegetables 
should make up about 50 to 75% of your plate at each meal. All right, so we're reaching into our starter kit for our last item. And the last item we pull out is sleep. So without proper sleep, it's hard to accomplish anything else in regards to health. Sleep is when your body does all of its repairs. A few of the benefits of sleep are better memory, better mood, healthier heart, steadier blood sugar, improved immune system, and better weight control. So if you're having trouble getting sleep at night, here are a few tips that you can use to possibly get a better night's sleep. First thing is, go to bed and wake up at the same time each night. Get into that pattern to where you know that this is my bedtime and this is my waking time. The other thing is to make sure your bedroom is very dark. Any amount of light can disrupt your sleep. Also, make sure your bedroom is colder. I set our house around 65 to 68 at night. Also, stop watching TV for at least an hour before bed. The light from TVs and and, uh, devices can actually keep your mind awake for up to an hour after you use them. So yeah, sleep is extremely critical for your overall health. All right, so if I could produce a kit, a magic reinvent your health starter kit, these would be the items that I would put into it to get you started. Again, you don't have to overwhelm yourself and try to do them all at once. Start with just one item. Say, for example, you're going to start with water. Get to where you are drinking the appropriate amount of water and it's just a habit. You no longer have to think about it. You just do it. Once you, once you get to that level, grab the next item and just keep stacking habits on top of other habits until you get to where you're doing all of these consistently. Again, health and nutrition is not a one-size-fits-all approach, but these are some universal things that can make your health start moving in the right direction. All right, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. If you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a positive review, and share it with someone. If you are interested in coaching, please visit my coaching website at KesterHealth.com.